Hi guys, and welcome back to the Confident Bitch Podcast. It's been a little bit of a minute. We've been kind of um, organizing the new year, but we are back live and better than ever. I am one of your hosts, Diamond. And I'm Jen. Um, And today we thought we could discuss um, the new year and how we expect everything to everything to change automatically but how we still have to remind ourselves to be patient and to understand that everything in life takes time um and it's not going to change overnight no matter how much we want i agree i agree um i thought that january 1st it was going to be like a oop everything has you know transpired into exactly what i want but little did i know that was not the case so we have constructed five questions um for one another that we haven't previously gone over discussed so as per our usual you're going to get our raw answers on the spot so you ready jen for you number yes. one all right do you find yourself already disappointed in how 2024 is going thus far I did in the beginning, I think around week one or week two, because I was also sick. But then I started to try to think of it in a different mindset. Like, obviously, I can't get a job the first week in January because people are now coming back to work. They're now going through applications and stuff like that. But I'm also trying to see it as I still have so much more to learn before maybe I need to, I'm able to get back fully in the workplace mentality because I do always have this obsession with work where like it's my first priority I want to get it done I want to get it done perfectly but a there's no such thing as perfect and b I need to realize that work does not need to be my end all and be all like I can enjoy my life and find myself without a job being my first thing to describe myself well one thing that I did notice I actually complimented you off um of our recording is that you look so fresh. You look very vibrant. I know that over the course of the last week or so, you were telling me that you were doing something different and that's pampering yourself. And honey, let me tell you, it is working. It looks really good on you. So, um, I've always been raised on the motto when you feel good, when you look good, you do good. So that is something that I don't find to be cliche. I find it to actually work. <laughs> I, I agree with you there. Okay, so let me dive into my first question for you. What mm-hmm. have you changed daily or weekly since the new year has started to start seeing changes in your life? That's so crazy because that's one of my questions to you, but just worded differently. So we can, we can we can set in one of my questions. Um, what have I changed thus far? I have changed. So I make sure that when I first wake up, I'm not scrolling. I'm not scrolling on social media. So the first thing I'm doing is I'm in prayer and I'm meditating, like before my feet hit the floor. And one thing that I will share with you guys that's in my prayers every morning is, God, you know my heart and my thoughts right now. Just please do something about it. Like, I don't know specifically what to ask you to do, you know, to to do with it, but it's racing. And 
before I walk out the door to take my son to school and have a, a feeling of being overwhelmed or anxiety or just feeling um, down on myself, do something about those thoughts and do something about my heart condition right now. So it works. It really works. Like I'll get in the car, girl, and I will be led to, you know, whatever type of meditation music or cafe music or some jazz or just something that's just so calming and soothing. And it gets me, it just, it gets me in the groove of what to do first. Like, what do I prioritize in my busy mind? What do I prioritize first? And then whatever, like I feel God doesn't put on me so heavy, it just doesn't get done that day. Like I, I can't do everything in one day. So mm-hmm. give yourself first. for that. So you don't have to put that pressure. Another one thing I've done is I doubt I deleted my, my Facebook. I mean, not my Facebook. I, I deleted. Sorry. I'll start that over. One thing that I've done is I have recently um, deactivated all of my social media accounts. I just wanted a break, especially with the election year coming up. I just wanted to take a step back and not life can be stressful enough without seeing whatever else is going on in the world. That may make me a little naive because I don't know everything happening, but it's just so stressful just to watch the news or to see all the stuff going on. But I actually recently downloaded this app called Gratitude. So every morning at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m., it prompts me to write down, like, and it gives you a prompt about what you should be great, like something to write that you're grateful for that day. And it gives you ideas of different things you can talk about. So that's helped, too, in terms of me taking the time to, like, because some of the questions are, like, look around your room and think of five things that you're grateful for or five things that you can't live, can't, that is a part of your life and it makes your life easier. So not everything has to be these grand, grateful things that I write down most of the time. So you actually took the plunge and you deleted your, all, all of, all of your social media. Well, I'm off of it. I thought I deactivated my Instagram. It's still active, but yes, I'm not on them anymore because I just needed a break. Exactly. And so I did that for Instagram on, so I did, I didn't, I, I deactivated, I did not delete it. Um, I got off of it on December 4th and we are February 2nd and um, I fell out of the loop. So when you say um, naive, I, I don't think that it's you being naive. I think like, what would you call it before social media was even a thing? Were people naive? No. And a lot of that generation still is not savvy on social media. Do you call them naive? No, these people are literally just living their lives. They're in the reality of their lives. Um, so to your point, I understand being out of the loop. And I'm going to tell you this and I'm going to tell all of you viewers I love it here it's a different type of feeling it's a different type of peace it it definitely it's a different type of piece of experience where I'm not stressing about what anyone else is going to think what I'm doing with my evening if I'm hanging out with my friends or I'm hanging out with my husband then no the whole world doesn't always need to know about everything I'm doing and I can just enjoy it in the moment as opposed to 
trying to show the world what I'm experiencing all the time. I agree. All right. So number two, um, have you given yourself a cleanse from toxic behaviors you had last year? So a, an example in which you just answered too much social media, comparing yourself to others. That's a great question. And I have, but I've also tried to rid myself of my own toxic behaviors in terms of I'm not always best in terms of keeping up with my health and going to the doctor and everything like that. So earlier this year, I had an eye exam. Next week, I have um, my annual physical with my doctor. I've started eating healthier, drinking like my protein shakes with lots of fruits in it to just make myself feel better too, not just on the outside, but the inside. And I can honestly feel a difference. It's, it's wonderful. Health is wealth. I agree with you with that. Um, actually, to your point, this has been my week of getting the works done. On um, Wednesday, I had my annual and my physical. Today, I had my pap smear. And when I was there, um, one of the you know, the questions they ask you is your family history. And in my family, there is a history of breast cancer. Well, you don't get a mammogram or they don't cover your insurance doesn't cover a mammogram until you're about 40 years old and which, you know, I'm not, I'm not there yet. And so, um, but as a preventative, my OB is going to write it up so that I could just get a screening. So, you know, I was thinking when I got in the car, so I made that appointment, that's for March 4th. So I was thinking when I got in the car, like, when I stop to take a moment to understand that, girl, you got health insurance. Girl, you walked into the office two times this week with no copay um, because your insurance covers getting all of your wellness exams for the year. Why are you stressed about what brand opportunity didn't email you back? Like, why are you stressed about um, how much money you need next week for bills? Why are you like the first thing is you were able to go get your health check because a lot of times if it's too late, you can't do anything about your health. But like exactly. the emails and the money and stuff, like you could do something about that. You can exactly. keep trying and keep trying and keep trying. So I had a gratitude moment this morning and knowing that, you know what, this is what, this is what, it, this is what they mean when they say, when you, when you first start being appreciative for what you do have, when you focus on what's going right, instead of focusing on what's going wrong, your life is going to shift the way you want it to be. I definitely agree with that. I think it is a lot about mindset because no matter what, if you're, if you have your health, that's one thing that at least you have. And I'm trying to see it that way, as opposed to all the things that are not going the way I want them to in life. Okay. Um, why do you think we put so much pressure on ourselves to see change immediately as like a collective whole, like not just you or me, but I feel like everyone, the new year comes and we just expect life to change. I think the biggest thing right now is just social media. I think that before that, um, because social media happened starting with, was it Twitter? When I was in college. So, I mean, I was a young adult then. And so if I can think back on it, before that, like people would just like set these 
goals like, okay, this year, starting January 1, I'm going to go to the gym. And then they would stop like by the end of January and just move on with their life. It was no like pouncing and pounding and, you know, making yourself feel so bad day after day after day after day, because you really, that was just something you just did for yourself, not really for somebody else. Whereas social media has over the last 20 years has made people now feel like, like, like you got to do it for the gram. You got to do it for TikTok. You got to do it for, you know, Facebook. And so I think that when people can't do it, that's where they get so hard, you know, on themselves and criticizing themselves. But I I just think that it's a social media thing. I don't think that it's a, I think that if social media was wiped out um, today or tomorrow, I just think that people would just go back to just being real again. Yeah. But do you think that would impact us negatively too? Because I do see some of the benefits to social media in terms of it's allowing the conversations more around mental health. And even though we compare ourselves, we're taught not, there's more and more people talking about how you shouldn't compare yourself. So there's definitely good and bad to social media. I think we need it to some degree to help us realize, at least with the honest people, that we all struggle. I just think that the bad outweighs the good when it comes to social media. I think that that's the problem. I think that you can have three good things going and then 10 bad things and the bad just outweighs the good. So for, for, so even though you're right, like there's, there is some good, I mean, social media has changed multiple people's lives, but still at the end of the day, when you look at it collectively as a whole, it's just like the bad just outweighs the good. I hear you there for sure. But I mean, I think about it. That's why I mean you are like running right <laughs> away, exactly. away from it. <laughs> exactly, right? But something I've learned this year, like I said, I started doing um, taking my protein shakes and everything else. I learned that taking better care of myself is not something that's going to instantaneously happen. There's no magic button that I can press to make my body perfect or my health perfect or whatever it is. So it's me also learning, I think, by stepping away from social media that everything takes time and there's a process to it and you have to put in the hard work in order to eventually see the payoff. My number three to you is, have you noticed a little shift in people's attitudes this year thus far? Like people being exhausted from last year, last year just not being the year in the books for a lot of people and... um just now being like, okay, this is the year that I'm going to be serious about my boundaries. This is the year where I'm not going to allow others to make me uncomfortable. This is the year that um, I'm not going to allow stress to get the best of me. Have you noticed a little shift? Yeah. And I, I can notice the shift in myself because I have tried, not that I can completely avoid stressful situations, but it's how I react to them and how I decide to handle them. Um, and actively choosing not to maybe hang out with certain people at certain times when it's not like, if I know the kind of energy they bring in, it's not the type of energy that I can accept that day, then I'm just going to, you know, there's nothing wrong with spending a weekend alone. There's nothing wrong with taking some time for yourself, but definitely my way of reacting to things is changing where I'm like, eh, not my problem. I'm not going to let you stress me out, so I'm just going to try to 
enjoy it while I can because stressing out all those other years or last year did not help, right? So there's got to be something I've got to change to enjoy this year. Yeah, I, the other night, my boyfriend and I <clears throat> got into a little bit of an argument. And so we were texting back and forth and I needed to drop my daughter off to him at a certain time. And so um, we were going, so I was done with the argument, but he was just dragging it. So we were going on and on and on. And so I just, I tapped out of it and I just texted him and I just said, you know what? I'm going to keep our daughter. I'll talk to you tomorrow. So we'll just start over again tomorrow. And I didn't talk to him for the rest of, or maybe I did, maybe I talked, but it was, it was just very simple. It was just very, for me, I, I just like, I was done. So you're not going to continue to drag stuff. You're not going to make me, and you know why I told him that I wasn't coming because I knew his, I would feel his energy. I would feel the quietness. Yeah. I would feel the coldness. And I just wasn't willing to put myself in that position. I, 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 I'm so serious when I say that I'm no longer going to be uncomfortable while I make others comfortable. Yes. I'm, I'm really, my, my brother, this is a new revelation. We, we don't talk. Like I, 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 I just, I can't do it. I can't, I can't do it. And it, it's been one of those um, relationships where you know, you have the unconditional love for a person where you just, you just keep forgiving and keep forgetting. So we're going years and years and years and years and they're adding up and they're adding up. And then something just clicked January 1st. I just, one more thing happened and I just said, I can't do it. And, uh, you know, I pray for him. I pray for his safety. Um, he's up in New York and I, that, that's it. Like he's on my heart, he's on my mind all the time, but I can't bring myself to s entertaining or sitting in conversations with him because he makes me uncomfortable every single time. I, I mean, I think that's important. Not saying that we just need to like stop talking to everyone, but I think it's completely okay to take a step back and take a break from someone just so you can find your level of happiness. Because something I learned the other day about is tomorrow's another day is I was stressed out one day and I looked at myself in the mirror and I'm like, looked at the time and it was like seven o'clock at night, right? And I was like, oh, wow, the day, the, the day is technically almost over already. And I'm stressing out when tomorrow's a whole brand new day that can, I can start all completely brand new. So why am I letting one day brings so much stress into my life that I'm just going to carry over to tomorrow. So that's the attitude I'm trying to have just because I'm stressing today about something or this moment about something. I let myself have like a few minutes to count down. And then I'm like, okay, you need to find, if you can't, if you don't have a solution right now, you need to move on and not focus on that right now. Because if you don't have an answer, then you just stress yourself out. And that sucks. I agree. Okay. So I, my third question is, I am working on cultivating patience this year to help me stop expecting um, change to happen immediately. Do you have any advice to, to give others about practicing patience? The first piece of advice is expectation. Lower your expectations for others. Keep yours high for yourself. Lower them for others. So then you're never disappointed. Um, 
And when I say that, that means, for an example, in your situation of wanting a job, you're dealing with people. You're dealing with people. You're dealing with an HR manager. You're dealing with, you know, you're dealing with people. Pe <clears throat> Excuse me. People have situations. People have stress on them. <clears throat> my daughter, I give you an example. My daughter turns one. And so I was having a dinner party for her. And I was having it at a rather high-end restaurant. And we rented out their private room for events. While the woman that is their event planner, she did not, and this is a pretty reputable restaurant, and she, it was the worst experience dealing with her for a month. And all it did, all it came down to was she didn't have help. The entire year, she had about 600 events that she had to do by herself. I mean, it was so bad. Like, she wasn't getting back to my emails. She was supposed to take our deposit, never took our deposit. She, I, I, I was trying to figure out, was she going to have the room laid out the way I needed it to be laid out? You know, the tables, the, just everything. And she would go a week. And mind you, this was a month out from my daughter's price. She would go a week. So now we only have three weeks left. Then she would go another week. Now we only have two weeks left without responding. And I got to the point, I was so frustrated. Like I just said, you know what, God, if it's meant to be, it's going to happen. It's going to turn out wonderful. If it's not, then it's okay. It's a lesson learned. And I'm just going to move forward in knowing that this this is not the place I will ever use again. So it did end up, it ended up working out really nice. And in that moment, I learned a lesson. And that is the things we worry about the most never happens the way we intend for it to happen, the way we worried about it happening. So I, in this particular moment, I just released it. I just, I couldn't take on the stress, you know? Exactly. And so I released it. So in cultivating patience, that's, that, that's what you have to do. You have to remember that today is not a day you're going to ever get back. Not, not February 2nd, 2024. You're not going to ever get this back once February 3rd hits. So exactly. just keep in mind that your life needs to be lived to the utmost fullest and as if it is your last day living. And then anything that does not coincide with your, with, with you being the happiest and the best version of yourself, let it go. Let it go. And I, I'm, I'm literally stuck in that, in, 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 in this hard place with my brother, for an example, because it's my brother. He's my only sibling. And so I I have never thought to cut him off because he's my only sibling. And I think about having regrets if anything, God forbid, ever was to happen. But I just can't live my life worrying about regrets. If, yes. if it's not conducive, if it's not healthy for your mindset, your, your emotions and your physical, because if you, if you're mentally and emotionally messed up, then you, you're going to start stressing and then that's going to affect your physical, then let it go. Release it with love. I agree. And I'm trying to focus on positive thinking in terms of it may not be working out exactly how I planned today, 
but that doesn't mean that everything's not coming together in the future for me. And I'm trying to also find different ways to enjoy my days that I'm not working instead of stressing about not having a job. I'll go lunch with a friend. I'll do something else or I'll like I'll try to find a hobby that I'm passionate that I enjoy doing to take my mind off constantly overthinking about the fact that no one's responding to the job applications because I'm not let me if I'm not getting a response I'm not getting a response and there's nothing I can do about it. Right. So my number 4 you already answered it and your number 2. So I'm going to go ahead and just go to my number 5. Okay. With this year being the election, 2024, what advice do you have to over-consuming the campaigns, the anxiety, the messages, um, if they are not aligned with your ideals? What advice do you have for everyone to just keep calm Cool and collective and carry on. Yeah. Um, that's a great question. And something I've honestly recently tried to practice doing is understand from other people's perspectives, because I think so much, especially in politics, and I know I'm very, I used to be very much like this, where I believed my, my way of thinking was the right way of thinking. But I'm starting to understand that if someone's never experienced another way of thinking, if they've never experienced another way of life, it's not my place to, to judge them or decide that they're a good or bad person. So social media was one thing I got off of because I want to formulate my own, um, my own predictions or who I, who I will vote for based on my beliefs. But I just can't, I, I just can't, I don't watch the news much anymore. I just can't because it, there's, it, there's so much going on all of the time that honestly, I just try to focus on things that make me happy or try to find something every day that will make me happy. Even if it's a small thing, like getting my nails done, my hair done, I don't know, eating a chocolate bar, anything like that, just to bring a little happiness to that day. Because at least I can focus on that at the end of the day or look forward to that throughout the day, as opposed to everything going on around us. That's a good answer. That's good advice. My number four technically was, um, this is something that I'm actively working on, practicing gratitude. Um, how do you remind yourself to be grateful every day for the life you have and the life you live? I just, let's see. I know, that's a tough one. Yeah. That's why I downloaded that app though, because it, it's hard to be grateful all the time. But when something prompts me to like write down three simple reasons of what I use every day in my life that I'm grateful for, it makes it so much easier to become grateful for things. Sometimes life gets so out of your hands. It's just out of your control that you just don't have any choice but to say, you know what, I surrender and this is, you know, like I said, what I do have going, right? And so I know my answer. I have children. And so 
yesterday was one of those moments that I was so overwhelmed because I had so many different things I had to do. And I called my mom and I said, I'm really overwhelmed right now. Like, I feel like the millennial generation has just gotten a bad rap. In our generation, it is so hard to buy a home yes. without having the income to afford the interest rates. Um, I mean, even your basic new American home, like just the basic American okay. home now is, it's no longer the American dream because most people can't afford it. Reach that, that no, no, it, it's, uh, homes are starting at, I mean, 400,000 and that's to like live in a decent area and, you know, that's not that feels safe and you know for me like with my kids schooling and so that's not what I was overwhelmed about or what we're talking about I, I just said that the millennial generation is like one job isn't good enough you have to have two two jobs then becomes not good enough you have to have three and how do you then be a present parent if you have three jobs, yeah. <laughs> how can you? I can, I can only imagine. You are one person. You're one person. And you're trying to. And then it's it's two of you, right? So it's me and my boyfriend and then the kids. But the two of you have to have multiple streams of income. To yes. keep going. Damn hot dog is hot dogs is seven ninety nine a pack. I know it's everything is ridiculously overpriced these days. It is so hard, and so I was saying to her, we have such a bad rap because it's hard for us to get ahead when it's a constant, constant hustle, bustle, grind, and so. She was just saying, her advice was, you have to remember that you can never outdo God and that all it takes is one act from him that could just catapult you to the height, the new levels that you want to see that man cannot do for you. And that just because you think you're a couple of seconds behind everyone else, First of all, you don't know what everyone else is going through, what they have to do to have what they have. And secondly, um, you, you, God can, in a blink of an eye, in a, in, in a snap of a finger, take you and excel you what took people years to get to, can do it just rapidly. So... Just keep going. Just keep going. Yep. Just keep moving forward. And that's something that when we were talking to your grandmother, that's that's something that she was saying was you just you just keep going. You just keep moving. And exactly. you can't stop. You can't dwell. You can't reminisce. You can't you can't let any of that set in because when it does, it throws you off your game.
Exactly. And something my therapist has taught me, and I'm still trying to learn, and I still catch myself trying to control everything in my life. I think if I can control everything, then everything will come out exactly as I please. But in reality, we don't get to control life. We can control our emotions and how we react to things, but we cannot control everything that's coming our way. So like you said, one foot in front of the other and just I'm honestly just believing in the universe and God that everything will work out when it's meant to work out. And until then, just take a deep breath and survive one more day. If I survived yesterday, I can decide to survive today and tomorrow and another day after that. That's correct. What's your number five? When I feel overwhelmed with life, I ask myself if there's anything I can do at the moment to change a stressful situation. If the answer is no, okay, basically what I was just saying, if the answer is no, then I have, I more diligently make it an effort to just not stress on that issue anymore. I can write it down, come back to it later when I have a solution for that problem, but I'm no longer allowing myself to to stress out over situations that I can't, I don't have an answer or a solution for right now. Because all it does is get me stressed out. Like you said, it affects your physical health, your mental health, your well-being, your emotional health. And it's just not, it's not worth it. But so I guess that wasn't really a question. I guess maybe my question was partially, which we've already discussed this whole episode, which was like, how do you deal with stuff like that? But um, I think we did a good job answering all the questions already. Yeah, the, to just add on to um, that, I, I, to your point, it's like, don't put one, not 1% of your energy into um, what's negative or what you can't control. You have to, you, if, you, if you have something else in front of you that is making you happy, if you have something else in front of you that, you know, something you can't, that is within your ability to do something about, then, because I, I don't want to use in 2024, I don't want to use the word control. That's such, yeah. it, it's, it's just negative. It's just negative. There's nothing positive about control. And so, um, except for adding self in front of it, self-control. Yes, self-control. But, so, Whatever that is within your ability, I use the word ability to be able to do, um, take care of, um, accomplish, that's where all your energy needs to go. You need enough of those to add up to your happy life. The things that are within your ability that you can navigate, that you can do and everything else, you have to, whomever is your higher up, your higher belief system, you have to lay it to rest. There. Yes, something else my therapist taught me was to every whatever I'm doing in life, make sure I enjoy doing it. And whatever I want to eat something, make sure it's something I want to eat, but also is it good for me? Is something I ask myself. Like, is eating this entire bag of chips gonna help me today? No. So maybe I can have some of the veggie platter instead. So I'm learning to like change my mindset in terms of just because. I, the old me would want to do something doesn't mean that that's the same person I am. I have to see active change in me in order to see changes in my life. So I'm trying to focus on being happy and doing what I want and what will make my life happier as opposed to trying to control every situation. Because like you said, control is a very negative word and we, we honestly don't. This world is crazy. I agree. Well, everyone, that is going to conclude today's episode of 
Don't go into 2024 expecting automatic change. Always remember, this is not a destination. This is a journey. And you are forever evolving. You are going to um, always be in position of learning something new. One thing I would like to leave you guys with is something that I have learned to do this year. I am typically a person who talks loud. As you can tell, I am talking low and slow. <laughs> that is not me. I am a northerner. I am from Washington, D.C., the hustle bustle city, and I am just an aggressive person from up north. Well, I have learned that um, to have a little bit more peace and a little bit more structure within myself and my ability to slow down, to enjoy the moment, to live in the moment, um, to have my mindset shift to more positivity, that I just have to sometimes just slow down. And it's nothing wrong with that. Um, I just encourage you to just always be in a position to be willing to be open to new ways of thinking, new ways of, you know, doing things and just uh, just new ways and better growing. One thing that I don't agree that past generations say is I'm too old to change. I don't think that you're ever too old to evolve. So if the word change is like control, negative, then take the change, to, I mean, to, yeah, take the change out of your vocabulary and replace it with evolve. If you're learning something new, you're evolving. If you're changing your mindset, you are just evolving and you're doing it to get out of the stagnant place that you're currently in. And that's the goal and that nothing else, not to change you, not to make you, uh, you know, to say that anything is wrong with you. You're just evolving. So on that note, we are going to conclude this episode. Thanks again for listening. Um, and we'll see you guys next week. Um, please feel free to leave a comment, a like below, um, like us on any whatever platform you're listening on. We'd really appreciate that. Um, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Have a great week, everyone. Bye-bye.